Welcome back to the Soul Circle Podcast. I am your host, Jennifer Beltoff, and as always, I am grateful to have you here with me today. This podcast is all about sharing stories from the heart so that you know, recognize, and truly realize you are not alone. You're not. Here we are, in it together. Yes, yes, yes. And my goodness, we can do so much more together than we ever, ever can by ourselves. Isn't that the truth, right? This week, oh my goodness, we are headed in the end of July. How did that even happen? I really feel like the summer is mm, flying by, flying by. We are going to be going away on a family vacation soon, which I am excited about, headed down to the Jersey Shore. And it is uh, such a simple yet fabulous vacation. When I grew up, that was what we did. My mom was not all about going on these fancy trips or doing these wild things. All she ever wanted was for us to be together as a family. And we would do that at the Jersey Shore and we would go for a week or two weeks. And I have to say, doing that as a kid, it was the best. It really made summers magical. When we were younger, we would lug all of our stuff to the beach early in the morning hang out, play, swim in the ocean, build sandcastles, do all the things. Then we would walk back to the house at lunchtime, get a little bit of a break from the sun, and then go back in the afternoon and stay there, gosh, until the sun was close to setting. And that is actually probably my favorite time at the beach is that late afternoon when everyone is packing up and leaving It's not sweltering hot. You can actually sit out there and enjoy it. You might even need to put on a little sweatshirt. But, oh, I love it. Love it. Being at the beach near the ocean, the sand beneath my feet, all of that is really, truly healing for me. I am drawn to the water. I'm drawn to the warm air. And it's my ideal place. It is a place that will ground me, will bring me back to myself where I know, oh gosh, I know, I know I'm home. Do you have a place like that? Somewhere where you can go and no matter what is going on in the world, what is going on with yourself, you you can take that deep breath in. And I think we all need a place like that, somewhere that we can go with no expectations of anything happening, but when we arrive, all of a sudden, we are home. We are where we are meant to be. Mm, That for me, oh my goodness, most definitely is the beach. I want to share a really cute little story that happened today with Emma. So I had purchased a jacket from Duluth Trading. And when I went to go put it on and put my hand in the pocket, the left one, fabulous, wonderful. The right one was sewn shut. I'm like, wait a second, what is happening here? So we had to go in 
to exchange it. We have shopped at Duluth many times before. Love their stuff for sure. And we went in and when we were there, actually the last time when we purchased this jacket, there was a little stuffed dog there. And Emma, oh my goodness, she loves her stuffies. It is the most adorable thing. She will see it and she will go up and pick them up and hug them with the most adorable hug. And, you know, the last time we were there, she loved the stuffy, but it was kind of expensive. I'm like, we're not buying her this expensive dog. Come on. Ridiculous. We can't buy her everything, you know? (laughs) So she held on to it, but we put it back on the shelf. We went into the store today and again, she saw it and she got so excited. So I handed it to her and I turned to Dustin and I go, we're getting her the dog today (laughs) because, oh, it's not even that she said she wanted it. It's not even that it was the biggest hug she gave this stuffy and she was petting it like it was a real dog and the most adorable thing both of our hearts just melted we had to get it (laughs) and we did and my goodness she hugged it the whole way home she was giving it kisses and then we went to go put her for a nap and we have never let her sleep with anything before you know it's just her little wearable blanket and herself And she would not let go of the puppy. I'm like, all right, you can sleep with it. And now she's actually sleeping now because this literally just happened in her crib with her arm around her little stuffed doggy. And my heart is absolutely melting. (laughs) Oh my goodness, I am in for it. (laughs) She gets older. But it just, it to me is this reminder that the smallest of things can bring the utmost of joy. And it doesn't have to be something that costs a lot of money, but there is this unconditional love that she is showing towards this tiny little stuffy. And to watch her do that brings us this incredible joy. And seeing life through her eyes, I think that is the most magical thing about being a parent. Because I am reliving so many moments, but not reliving them from my perspective, but reliving them from hers. And it really has forced me to slow down, look around, see what's going on, and really be there. And I'm loving it oh, so much. It is an absolute gift. The one thing that is sort of this little hole in my heart not so little, probably, <laughs> but is this missing of my mom in those moments because I know how deeply she would have loved on Emma. And I know the joy and light that Emma is to us. It would have been twice as much with her being a grandma because I saw it through her with my brother's kids and how. There is just this amazing, amazing amount of love. And I really wish that Emma could have got to meet her and that my mom could have had those moments and those experiences with her. And it is something that is always with me, right? And I think that is loss and grief and everything in between. It never goes away. It will always be there. And you just, you learn to navigate it in the 
day. There are little things though that happen that in the moment when they happened back then, I didn't think anything of it. And now that they're coming up, I'm like, oh my goodness, this was maybe meant to be. So when my mom passed, we had a bunch of those little, I'm not sure what they're called. Are they called mass cards? Cards that you would um, get when you went to the funeral home. And on the front is a little picture. And then on the back is, I don't know, it's a little prayer. It's a, a poem. It's words. It could be many different things, I guess. And then it also has my mom's name and her birth date and her death date. And I had a whole stack of them that were left over after her, her wake. And when I was sending out thank you cards to everyone who expressed condolences, I did include one in the cards. And then I still had um, a little stack left over. And I have held on to them over the years. And one thing that I learned about my mom after her passing, which I never knew before, and it's interesting how you learn these little things that people did. But every single one of her pocketbooks had someone's mass card in it. And so any funeral that she went to, she saved it and she would tuck it into her purse and it stayed there. And so, you know, as we're going through her things and I'm opening up her bags, you know, one bag maybe had three or four, another one maybe only one. And you start seeing, oh my goodness, all the people that she knew in her life that she went and honored in their passing. And I have started to do the same. Anytime I go, I, I keep it tucked in my bag. And any bag that I use, I always have one of my mom's cards in. So I'm glad to have that whole little stack because I was able to put one in the different bags that I use. And I also keep one in my phone case. But again, there were so many of them, so I still have a lot. And Emma came into my room, and she's playing on the floor. And I had given her one time my oracle cards, but I mean, she's a baby. Of course, she's bending them, she's holding them, she's putting them in her mouth, and it's all right, but you know, I don't want all of them <laughs> bent. And so I was like, oh my goodness, I have that stack of cards, because anytime she is playing with the case for my phone, she is also pulling out all the cards and she pulls out the mask card. And I'm like, let me get her a little stack of my mom's mask cards. And I handed them to her and she's playing with them. She's looking at them. And it was really, there was something about it. Something about that connection of these have a meaning because of my mom. And now here it is, my little daughter is holding them in her hands and playing with them. And I love it. I love that, that tiny little moment. And you know, when we got this whole stack, did I ever in a million years think that my one-year-old daughter would now be sitting on the floor in my room, holding them in her hand, playing with them, not having any idea what they are. But she's looking at the picture of the sun setting over the ocean on it. And she's loving them. And you know, and never, never did I think that that would become a moment that would happen. And here it is. And it's beautiful. And it's a tiny, simple, little blip in time. But I'm loving it. Loving that little connection. 
another thing that recently happened that made me think, I mean, I think of my mom all the time and I'm like, oh my goodness, she, she is watching over us always, always. So we had gotten Emma balloons for her birthday and she loves balloons, <laughs> loves them. But what we have learned is when we leave the house and we put the alarm on, those balloons will move when the air conditioner goes on and will set off the alarm. So we were out and about. We had the balloons in the kitchen. There's a little sensor there. All of a sudden, Dustin gets a phone call from the police department. I'm like, oh, no. We're checking the cameras. You know, is there something going on? It's the middle of the day. I don't think there is, but let's just look. Nope, for certain, it was the balloons setting off the alarm. And so the cops did come to the house, you know, they were walking around looking at everything and on the front lawn when we left and I noticed them when we left were two really big turkey feathers, huge. And as I'm looking at the camera, I see the, the woman cop and as she's going to leave, she picks up one of the big feathers and takes it with her. And oh, I was like, that's my mom taking the feather. Because that is signs for my mom, these feathers. And even when we were first coming to this property, there were turkey feathers all over. And, oh, my goodness, it's just, it was really, I loved that the woman took it. Because it was like, oh, there she is, just, she's watching over us. And she's spreading her love everywhere that she goes. And it's, it's truly amazing, you know, when you look for the signs, they, they're there and they are comforting for me, beyond comforting. And I love that people who never even met my mom will see feathers and they'll message me and say, oh my gosh, I thought of you and your mom. Like, oh my goodness. How amazing and incredible is that? The reach that you can have after you pass with people you've never even met. That, to me, is amazing and incredible. And it, it brings me so much joy because it really is a true reminder that, yes, we do leave this earth, but we're always around. When you have your loved ones sharing stories about you, when they are letting other people know who you were, what you've been through, what those happy, incredible moments were, also what maybe some of those struggling moments were. But when you show up and just continue to share those stories, you are inviting other people to, to know you. Even though they never have met you and your legacy is continuing on. And that really, truly is the most beautiful an amazing gift. You're still here. My mom is still here. She's still watching over us. We are still telling stories of her. When we say sharing is caring, we all think of her because that is what she always said. My nieces and nephews, some who never met her, will say that. And they'll say, that's what Grandma June says. Oh, how amazing is that? Absolutely amazing and incredible. And one thing I remember when my mom first passed is people, 
they didn't want to bring up stories because when maybe they told a story or were sharing a memory, I would start to tear up. But let me tell you, even if it evokes a little bit of sadness, it is, for me anyway, really appreciated to go back and hear those stories, to talk about my mom, to share the moments. Because that is what keeps her alive in my heart. That is what brings me closer to her. And, oh, I love it. Love it so incredibly much. So if you have a story about my mom, please let me know it. Because I love hearing them. We want to keep our loved ones close, always, right? In life and also in death. And it is, my goodness, it is most possible to do. It really, really, truly is. And even going to the beach, doing these family vacations, all of that makes me think of my mom. And I know she would, oh my goodness, she would love this. She would absolutely love it up knowing that we are going together and enjoying our time and the simplicity of it. You know, just playing games together, playing on the beach, doing the simple, simple things that are the absolute best. Mm. So much goodness, right? So much goodness. One thing I've been thinking about because both of my nieces have their own little tiny companies, which is the cutest and most adorable thing, and they just create things for family. And one of the offerings that my one niece had was to create a summer bucket list. And so you would send her whatever it was that you want to put on your bucket list, and she would design it for you and send it back. And it really made me think because... What are these fun things you want to do this summer? You know, nothing big and wild, but what are the small, everyday kind of things that you want to incorporate and make sure that you do? And it also brought me back to that feeling of when I was a kid. And I would be beyond excited when summer arrived. And I couldn't wait to do all the summer things like get ice cream from the ice cream man, simply stay outside until it was way beyond dark, playing with friends from the block, catching fireflies, going on our annual family trip to the beach, doing fun things that you didn't really get to do in the wintertime because you were inside and you were hibernating. I wanted to ride my bike around the neighborhood. I wanted to play manhunt with the kids on the block, do all the fun things. And so I thought about, oh my goodness, what should I put on my summer bucket list for this year? And so I just wanted to share a few things that I have on there. Some we have done and some I'm saying we have to accomplish by the end of the summer. So of course, going to a Boulders game, done, but we'll definitely want to go to another one. It really, truly is Dustin and I's favorite thing to do. 
It is so simple. It's a great night out. It's inexpensive. And it just gives us a reason to get outdoors and go do something. I want to take an overnight road trip with Emma and Dustin. And separate from this family vacation we're going on, but just go somewhere new. See a different town that we haven't seen before. I want to see fireworks, what I already got to experience. Go to Island Beach State Park. And so that is a beach near here where we are annual members of and we get the pass where you can drive on to the beach. And it is not a swimming beach that we drive on to. It is for fishing. And Dustin loves to fish. And so it is absolutely perfect because we'll just throw all of our gear, our chairs, our food, our cooler into the car. He drives on. I don't have to lug anything <laughs> onto the beach. He fishes for the day. I lay in the sun and read my book, and it is perfect. And now with Emma, it is also way more convenient than having to lug everything with us. And so we did go once with her, but I definitely want to go a few more times this year. I want to have a movie night on our back porch, one of our favorite things. Another thing on my bucket list was to see Jay Matthews in concert, which we did. I want to take Emma on a bike ride, and so I got a bike. So step one, complete. I got her her little helmet, and I have the little rack to put the baby seat on. Now I just need to get the baby seat, and oh, I cannot wait because I think she's going to love it. Because she, even when we go to the supermarket, she's looking around, she's waving at people, she's taking everything in, and I think she's going to love to to just be outside and, again, see new and different things. So fingers crossed that she does love it, but we will see. I want us to go to a car show. That is something that, my goodness, if I never met Dustin, I will tell you I never would have gone to one. But love them because, it, again, it gets us outside. It gets us out of the house. It provides an opportunity to just walk around see new things, and it's the perfect summer activity. I want to take a day trip to a new town around here, and that has been something that Dustin and I have been doing for a couple of years now, where we look at the map, we kind of Google new places to see in New Jersey or, you know, best small town in New Jersey, and we go there and check it out. And Or maybe we look for a food type of item. So best lobster rolls in this area. And we did that recently. And we took a drive for lunch and went and got lobster rolls at this little restaurant in this quaint little town and walked around. And it, it's amazing what is around you that you might not know is even there. And so we love this, this little bit of exploring and checking it all out. So I want to find another cute little town and head to this summer. I want to catch fireflies because, goodness, that just brings me back to my childhood. And it was funny because just last night we were outside, uh, me and a couple of my aunts, and we were talking about fireflies. And someone mentioned how they're not everywhere. <laughs> and it's one of these things where you grow up with them, so you think, oh, my goodness, everyone's catching fireflies. But I, I guess it's a New Jersey thing and even probably a North Jersey thing because they were saying down in South Jersey, there's really not many fireflies. And so I was kind of, it blew my mind. I was like, oh, I thought every child <laughs> ran outside at dusk and caught 
fireflies and, you know, put them in a little jar for the night and then release them at the end. And we did that all the time in the summer. And so I want to do that this year. Catch those fireflies. It is funny what you kind of take for granted. Because even where I grew up, we are centrally located to the mountains, to the beach. Could also get into New York City, you know, in a short amount of time. So we had a little bit of everything around us. So we experienced all of it. But when we did take a family vacation years, years, years ago, my aunt and uncle bought a friend from Ohio who had a little daughter. And I remember walking to the beach with them. And the little girl said, this is my very first time seeing the ocean. What? Oh, my goodness. I cannot even imagine. I just grew up seeing the ocean. I couldn't imagine. I don't even remember, you know, what where I was when I first saw it. But to have that as a moment, I thought was pretty, pretty incredible. You forget, you know, that not everybody has around you what you have. And so often when we have it around us, we take it for granted. Crazy, right? All right, a few other things that I have on my list is going for family walks, which we are doing and I'm loving to read three books this summer, and gosh, it feels good to get back into reading. I forget how much I love it. And I had found a book, I don't remember the title now, but I could not put it down. I'm reading it as I'm washing the dishes. (laughs) I have it, my Kindle placed above the sink. I'm reading it as I'm walking down the hallway. I just could not put it down. It was so funny. I'm like, okay, I need to stop. I need to go to bed. I can't be reading the whole night. But I love that. Love that so much. Another thing I want to do is have ice cream for dinner and also host a family game night because game nights are always fun. And then this was my favorite. So those were the things that I put on my list. And then my niece added a few additional ones, and I love what she chose. So she chose Overcome a Fear. Hmm, I have to think about what that one is going to be, but I love that little stretch of, yeah, do something different, do something scary. Have a picnic. Uh, How fun is that? Yes, sign me up. Visit a field of flowers. Uh, Sure. Then this one, complete a 1,000-piece puzzle. Oh, (laughs) I remember, I think I only have done one big puzzle in my life. And it was with Dustin. And it took us forever. I don't even remember how many pieces it was. It was fun, but it was also a little frustrating at times because you're trying to find a piece and you cannot. And you need a, a big space to kind of lay out all of the pieces so you can see them. So I don't know about that puzzle one. Maybe I can switch that bucket list item to finish building a Lego set that we started. Hmm. And then the last one that she put on here was you sidewalk chalk. And yes, sign me up for that too. So much fun. So that is my summer bucket list. And I have it printed out. I have been putting check marks to the things that we have completed. And it is just fun. A little fun thing to do. 
And I would love to hear what is on your summer bucket list. What are the things that you want to do? Something that is, gosh, you know, making, making you light up with joy. Something that might take you back to your childhood, like catching fireflies. Something like that. Love it. Oh, my goodness. I am so grateful to be here, to be chatting with you, to just have this opportunity. You know, you think about what a wild and amazing world it is that we're living in that I can sit down in front of this microphone and I could spill out my heart to you. And I know that you're over there catching it. It really, truly makes me so happy. And I have to say, I just checked on the camera to see if Emma was still sleeping. And she is cuddled up with her little doggy. Oh, my goodness. It is precious. She will not let that little puppy go. I am loving it. Oh, before I run up there and get her, I do want to pull a card for us to carry in our pocket this week, something that will remind you that there's more going on than sometimes meets the eye, right? And sometimes we need to pay attention to things that we might not know we need to until someone tells us. And oh my goodness, she is coming up with her. Oh, my heart is melting. Oh my goodness, absolutely melting. <laughs> I can't. And so I invite you just to close your eyes, take a deep breath in, and let's see what is it that you need to hear in this moment? What do you need to hold on to? Oh. And know that this message is for you, even if you might not think it is. It is a message that reminds you to maybe pay a little bit more attention. And so the card this week is holy love. Oh, so interesting. I, I don't think I ever pulled this card. But actually, I don't know. The picture looks familiar, but... And let's see what the book says. You are blessed to receive this card today, for it shows you are being surrounded by loving energy and the cup of your heart will be filled until it overflows with goodness. Ugh. The angels who are with you now know that at times you can feel unloved and unappreciated, and this can block your experience of love and appreciation. The divine energy that is surrounding you at this time is there to help you melt away any blockages so that you can be open and receptive to the love and appreciation that you deserve. Your angel guide is encouraging you to view yourself in a loving way and give yourself permission to be loved if you have been holding back for a while but are now ready to share the love you have within. This card brings the message that it is safe for you to do so. Angels of love are gathering around you in awe and celebration for you are finally willing to remember how loving and lovable you are. And heaven is guiding you to see that you deserve loving relationships, loving experiences, and loving acceptance from the world around you. This card marks a milestone in your own self-awareness. It acknowledges the steps you have taken to claim your worth and to recognize that you deserve to be loved and respected and to feel good. It also acknowledges a new level of spiritual openness 
which draws even more divine love from your angels and the creator. You are loved beyond your wildest dreams by the power and the presence that created you. And through receiving and acknowledging that love, you will create even more loving experiences in your life. Oh, what a card, what a gift, what an amazing message to know that you are so deeply loved. And I think of Emma loving that little puppy, that unconditional love. That is what we all have from the universe. So feel that and take that in and know that you are loved beyond your wildest dreams. Hold on to that this week. What an amazing card to tuck in your pocket, right? Uh, Amazing. I am sending you so much love. I thank you for being here, being on the under the microphone. I love you. I adore you. I will be back with a brand new episode. But until then, have a wonderful week and we will talk soon. Mm -hmm.